0: Jay,
1: all right. Well, now we're gonna actually talk about the real definition. Last time, on the first episode, there we uh, we really ran out of energy there at the end. So I, yeah, you kind of you kind of it up. You kind of smooshed it out a little bit wrong. Well, not it started, wrong. It
0: started raining, and the the yeah, rain was, very was hammering. On yeah. the,
1: on the, we both lost our our laser-like focus, but now we're back. <laughs> we're gonna. <laughs> but now you're gonna tell us the real. I mean, now people have been waiting. The whole since the whole first episode, so this is totally um, a lot of no pressure. But uh, yeah, what, what what but really no no seriously tell us what was your what was your actual definition that you articulated uh, back in 2017?
0: Right, it goes like this. So the definition of juggling. The word juggling can mean two things. It Could mean a group of activities, or one of the activities of that group. So the group is defined as any activity with a relation to the three-ball cascade. And the activity can be defined as to cyclically throw and catch more objects than hands. Right.
1: So you're, just, you're basically talking again about this, this genre and the specific activity. So, and again, the specific activity you could also think about is, we haven't really said it before, but toss juggling. I mean, it's also known a lot of times as toss juggling. If we want to use an analogy of the sports thing where you have uh, sports and then you have, you know, hockey as one of the sports, you say, oh, I'm doing sports. And if there was no word for hockey and said it was the word sports, you say, oh, what sport do you play? And you say sports. And it's kind of the same thing here. We're stuck with the word juggling, meaning the category of all these related activities. Uh, But one of those related activities is also called juggling. But just to say, uh, this goes into this idea of having a technical language, which I don't want to jump into yet, but the closest we have to a technical language right now is some people call the specific activity of juggling toss juggling, specifically throwing and catching in terms of what juggling would be inside of this larger category of juggling, which again, not to get stuck on language at the moment yet, but you would have things such as balancing, uh, spinning, it's really hard i mean already there the language breaks down because then you start talking about props rather than techniques cuz you can say you know cigar boxes shaker cups devil sticks yeah which you're talking about objects instead of technique instead of saying you know balancing and spinning but uh, just to say you also have this idea of toss juggling so uh, one thing i wanted to say too is that i forgot to mention last time is we have this idea that there's a there's a spectrum of people who say, no, no, the word juggling means this one very specific thing. And the, the word juggling means toss juggling. Or you could also say N plus one. That's what the word juggling means. It doesn't mean anything else. It doesn't mean ball spinning. It doesn't include balancing a stick. It doesn't include cigar boxes. Um, so on one end of the spectrum, you have people who are saying, no, no, juggling means, when we all say it, uh, N plus one. Which, again, is messy because you find, you go to, like you say, you have a juggling competition. The International Jugglers Association has a competition. And in that competition, people do one Diablo. Well, that's not N plus one, is it? Okay, then you're going to start to argue technicalities. Oh, but there's two handsticks in a string. Those are also objects. Are they three objects, two handsticks and a string? Two plus one is three? Or is it one object? the entire object is two hand sticks and a string, and then that's one object and one Diablo, and then that's two hands and two objects. That's not N plus one, blah, 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 right? That's on one end of the spectrum. There's clearly problems there with that argument. On the other end of the spectrum, you have people who are saying, juggling is the planets orbiting the sun, right? So you have this completely wide open definition, and that also goes into this idea of having a definition that says, nope, when we all use the word juggling, we mean... Uh, objects being, being manipulated in space and time, which again, is it's too broad of a definition. And then everything becomes juggling. And uh, again, as our friend Ivar Heckscher likes to say, when we walk across the floor, we do not juggle our socks with our feet. We are simply walking across the floor. Yeah. So that when we move our socks with our feet inside of them, that is not juggling the socks, that's just walking. And so this idea of, well, juggling is the planets going around the sun, it's too broad. And then when you say, no, juggling is, uh, it's too broad because then everything becomes juggling. Um, and again, that—and you can test that so easily. You can test that so easily by using language uh, among a group of people. You can go to a group of people and say, well, I'm going to go to a juggling festival. Nobody thinks you're going to go meet an astronomer. Right. who's working with planetary movements right. and black holes and, and all these things, right? It's, it's, so it's quite literally, juggling is not. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. it is not the planets going around the sun. Now, you can find similarities. You can find metaphors. You can, f- you can also, not even, not even metaphors, you can find concrete links. You can say, planets going around uh, the sun are in orbits. Do we have orbits inside of juggling? Yeah, we totally do. Technically, inside of patterns, we have orbits. No problem. There is a similarity there. There's also the similarity between a, a car and a kangaroo, right? Both go. Both can move through space. Both can transport a baby kangaroo. You could put a baby kangaroo inside an adult kangaroo's pouch, and then the the kangaroo can hop forward, right? But you can also put a baby kangaroo in a car, and they can move forward. Okay. Well, nobody says that a, a car is a kangaroo but there's similarities there. So when people start to say, well, juggling is the planets going around the sun, it's a metaphor. It's a similar quality we can find, but it's not literally the same thing. And again, when people start to say things like, oh, but juggling is when I play chess, I'm playing chess. I'm moving chess pieces on a board. Therefore, I'm manipulating objects in a certain pattern according to a set of rules. Hey, that's what juggling is too many times. Juggling can be manipulating objects in a certain pattern according to a set of rules, like SciSwap, for example. Juggling is not chess. Chess is not juggling. You can you can zoom out and you can start to say you could maybe I don't know if there is a word in language that would encapsulate both uh, uh, juggling and and uh, chess. I mean maybe there is. Maybe you can say like oh there's a there's a genre of things called you know cerebral, physical activities. I mean, there isn't a word like that that I know in my life, in my vocabulary. But what I mean is if you zoom out far enough, yeah, maybe we can blanket statement and, and, you know, shove juggling in into a group with a lot of other things that are similar. But in terms of using the word juggling, it doesn't work. And then on the other end, you have N plus one. Well, N plus one is juggling. Okay, so what about somebody who goes to uh, a, a juggling festival and spinning a ball on their finger? Well, then you can start to say, no, 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 spinning a ball on your finger—that's not juggling. Juggling is only n plus one, but then you're stuck with again with a pretty simple exercise, and you have to tell you have to talk to me, and then you have to tell me what is spinning a ball on your finger, and there's nothing. It comes under the the category of juggling, and you can't say no. Nope, spinning a ball on your finger is not juggling. Okay, then what is it? Oh, it's it's uh, something that uh, jugglers do but something that jugglers do is not a thing it it's, it doesn't exist that's yeah. that's not a genre that's not a category that we have in the use of language it maybe should be yeah. if we start to talk about if we start to talk about like a technical language it maybe should be yeah. but it's not yet and that's why we're stuck in this mess that's why it's confusion and that's why it kind of um it's it it, it kind of sucks to talk about all these things cuz it is so uh, unclear and muddled and tangled and everything. Yeah, it's not yeah. easy to talk about. Yeah,
0: if you just like me think that there is some utility to separate between basketball and sport as two different concepts, then I think you can see the same utility in separate separating the group of activities juggling and the specific activity juggling. And even if we have we have this term already in the community toss juggling. Maybe we we want to use that a bit more.
1: Yeah, I think it's really funny. Um, again, kind of testing out language and, and finding examples in the real world of how language works and going back to this idea because we both um we both live here in Stockholm and there's the there's the circus school here in Stockholm. It's been around for about twenty years, and we both work at the circus school on and off you know, at different times. And this idea of of um Okay, if you do ball spinning, it's not juggling. Well, I've had students in my class do ball spinning in my juggling class. Um, generally, if you say to that student, what are you going to school for? On a very practical level, they're going to they're gonna say, I go to school for juggling. Nobody says, I go to school for ball spinning, because that's not a thing. Okay, but let's say, that, let's say that that's not even a valid argument. Let's say you say to the student, what do you go to school for? You can go to the school itself. And you can say, hey, what is student X, what are they doing in school? And let's say they're they're literally doing ball spinning. The school's not gonna say, We have a ball spinning class at our school. Right, right. They say we have a juggling class. Yeah. So they're doing balancing, they're doing ball spinning, they're doing shaker cups. I've had students do devil stick, I've had them do cigar boxes, I've had them do shaker cups.
0: Yeah. Right? And also since since we did relocate now to my library, I actually brought out the book. The Complete Juggler by Dave Finnegan. Professor
1: Confidence.
0: Professor Confidence, exactly. So let's see when that was written. That was written in 1987. So the back of the book it says like this. So this is not my text and I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that it's, it's a text that has described uh, some activities in juggling and it doesn't seem to have had much dispute. So it goes like this. Truly, the complete book of juggling. This offers step by step instructions from a man who has successfully taught some 350,000 people to juggle on how to do everything from the basic cascade to juggling devil sticks, diabolos, and spinning plates.
1: Yeah, well, there you go.
0: So, what are you gonna do with that? Like, you have to deal with it if you want to deal with the language that has been used. To describe what we're doing.
1: Well, I, I mean, quite uh, to be quite honest, I mean, now, now I give my, I try to kind of refrain from giving my opinion more than just observing facts or, or kind of stating, uh, you know, choices or spectrums, right? Because the world isn't really black and white. It's, it's normally a spectrum, and you fall somewhere on that spectrum. But this is a little bit more personal. I'd say the person who, who can read that and say. Yeah, yeah, but uh, okay, it's talking about spinning plates, but that's not really juggling. They're talking about the future. They're, about, they're talking about what they want the future to be. Mm. And I think that was also yeah. a stumbling block that you encountered when we talked about the definition publicly in 2017. It was, you gave a lot of examples. Like, you just gave me an example from what year, did you say? 87. Yeah, and then people go, yeah, yeah, but Eric, that was 87. Now we're in 2020. Yeah. You know, so 87, that's not relevant now. And because you, you, you said, originally you said you looked at a bunch of historic, you looked through literature. And I said, what literature? And you, you pointed examples of historical literature, right? Because that's what we have. Yeah. Uh, and then people would say, okay, but Eric, you're talking about the past. When you talk about this, your definition that juggling isn't just N plus one, that juggling includes ball spinning or balancing a stick. You're talking about The past, right? Um, What you're actually doing is, again, you're talking about the the current position we're in.
0: Right. Uh, Yeah, this was just one example. I mean, I have the whole list of, uh, there's an unbroken chain through the literature that describes juggling from 1900 up until today where this type of language is used. So it's just one example. And uh, and also just to say, I was so it, it was just to show these are just observations. No, but this that's, is how the language has been used. If you don't like it, well, propose something else. But what I was pointing at was that can't we communally at least agree that this is how the language ex- has been used? Exactly. If we can't even get to that point, how are we going to be able to come up with the language that's better? But the, let's, I don't see
1: that. Oh, hold on. Let's confront that immediately because that was. Um, y- You know, okay, but okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. We got to confront that right now. Look, when you talked about the definition publicly, it was basically like, I'd say ninety percent of the people uh, that we encountered, at least, were like, "Yep, sounds cool." I don't really, maybe, fully understand it, or I do fully understand it, but generally, I don't really care one way or the other because I didn't care before one way or the other. It was fun to hear this, but it's not relevant to me. And I'm going to move on. Right. Like 90 I'd say 90 percent of the people or maybe that's a little bit too uh, negative or, or cynical. But like people were chill, like like most yeah. people were fine and they just moved on. Right. Uh, but and then a few people were super passionate about it. And they said, wow, like like me, I, I was super. I mean, it changed my life. And and I was I mean, I still am very vocal about it. Um, so we we met a few people who were super, super into it and super cool and and also helped us out. I mean, we met a lot of people like I can say, Greg Phillips really helped us out and a few a few other people we talked to really helped us out. Um, but then there was a there was there was uh, some people who, again, were stuck on N plus one or the planets going around the sun or, or self-identity being tied up as in terms of a de- in, instead of a definition. But. When, when you would respond and say, look, I'm only trying to uncover the situation we're in now. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm not saying it's desirable. Right. I'm not saying we should change to a certain way or this and that. A lot of people who, again, who struggled with with understanding what, with what you were saying, to be honest, um, they said, yeah, 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 Eric. Everything you're saying, okay, whatever. Who cares? Let's just move on. Like, juggling is N plus one to me, let, let, as an example. Mm-hmm. Look, juggling is N plus one. That's what it is. And you would say, well, that's not exactly the case. Uh, it's a little bit more nuanced than that. And we have a, a, a genre of activities <laughs> besides N plus one. And then people go, yeah, 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 but that's wrong. And you say, no, that's not wrong. That's how things are now. And people go, and you, and you say what you just said a few minutes ago. You say, look, I just want us all to agree what we're talking about when we talk about it, when we use the word juggling now. And people can't agree like 100% that that's what we're...
0: Yeah, I think that's so, the biggest misconception no, is that they think... A lot of people thought that I thought the situation was good. That was right. something that I was like, this is a good thing. But my whole point was that this is just an observation of how things has been up until this point. But And if we want to change that to something better... We should acknowledge that so that we're all on the same page.
1: And that's what people didn't want to do. Some people didn't want to do. They said, What's the point to acknowledge it? Right. They said, Can't we like this is this is a stupid co- like in one way, this is a useless conversation to uncover and say, Well, this is what we all mean right now, because it, it is stupid. I mean, it is a stupid situation if, if it is true that we have a, a word juggling meaning a genre and a specific activity, the same word. It's it's very confusing, obviously. Yeah. Um And then you were saying, look, we all need to kind of understand this situation so that we can move on. And a lot of people or a few people, Mm -hmm. a lot of the people who were uh, yeah, kind of reacting negatively to the situation were saying, can't we just move on? Like, I don't want to understand where we're at right now. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And and they said and they said, look, so let's just like, can't we just go ahead and say juggling is N plus one? So what do you say to that? Because I mean, obviously it doesn't work
0: like that. Well, then if you do that, you have to be aware of where you're coming from. If you want to understand the literature, and if you want to understand the way that juggling has been, the word has been used, maybe if you want to understand you know, the IJA we have in a juggling competition and the confusion that is there. And that is I mean, not for me, it's not a problem but for them it seems to be a problem every once in a while that they're in this situation. So that is a maybe you want to get out of that problem I mean
1: I've been I've been a, have ju- been a, a judge in the IJ competition many times uh, so have you I remember I remember there's like a there's like a meeting before you go to judge right like the day of or the day before or something I think and and then all the judges sit around a table and then the director of the championships reads over the rules and then th- there's uh, just so to see just to make sure that all the judges understand the rules so they can judge the competition you know fairly mm-hmm. uh, um, adequately. <laughs> And I remember that one year, uh, quite recently that I was there, one of the judges, we went through this entire, you know, meeting of all the rules, and everything seemed to be flowing along and going along well, and everybody was on the same page. And at the very end of the meeting, one of the judges said, Okay, but clearly if a competitor uses only one Diablo, we don't we don't count that. We don't judge that for points, right? And it was just Whether that comment is right or wrong, it was just so crazy how we were all having like an hour long discussion in the same world, (laughs) seemingly like all on the same page. And all of a sudden at the end of the hour, you just realize like, wow, the person sitting right next to me Mm. is just has a completely different understanding of this than I do Mm. or that I seem to at least. Right. And I'm not saying again that it's a it's a right or wrong thing or that you should value it or not value that's what one dia. i don't care it's whatever you want to do it's 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 yeah. open to interpretation but we me and this other judge did not have a common starting point we did not have a common understanding of what we're talking about when we talk about juggling yeah. so that was i mean that for me is a compelling enough argument when people say okay eric Good for you. You've untangled this mess of language. Oh, jugglers are so foolish. We don't have a technical language. This is kind of a disaster. But we all know juggling is N plus one. So let's just go there. Um, and it was just so funny that like we couldn't even... At, at one of the premier events of the juggling culture in the world, the International Jugglers Association Championships or whatever, right? You're having this judging meeting who, you know, ostensibly should be a, a panel of experts. Yeah. And I think those people were chosen for qualities that they would be familiar with juggling. It wasn't just somebody random off the street who had never seen juggling before. And this panel of experts couldn't even have a consensus. I mean, that was kind of disturbing, I thought. And for me, that's a really strong argument to having an understanding of where we're at so we can decide where we want to go. Because I think, let's just take a fictional example for a moment. At that judge's meeting, when the other judge says, but when somebody does one Diablo, we shouldn't watch. Like literally, it was like we shouldn't watch it, because <laughs> then we would, I don't know, award points. Like we we wouldn't have self restraint to, I don't know, yeah. not award points. But let's say let's say we take that as a as a moment to to dive into the more into like a fictional moment of that discussion and say, okay, hold on, let's let's take a moment here. Let's decide, is one is one Diablo juggling. Uh, something we want to promote or value inside the competition, right? You can make a judgment value upon that criteria, but to even understand what that criteria is, was not a, an agreed, uh, you know, uh, consensus in the group, because yeah. f- whatever, six of the, you know, seven of the eight people were there going like, yeah, one Diablo's juggling, juggling yeah. and there's the eighth person being like, well, clearly that's not juggling.
0: Yeah.
1: And so how can you even start to build the rules for a competition if inherently you can't even decide what is juggling or not? Right, yeah. Uh, that blows my mind. So I think it's very important.
0: Yeah, and that- I think you can make you can make a million examples like that in different aspects of the community and the culture. Like, oh, you're going to go to a juggling school. Well, maybe there's a good idea to have some kind of f- f- way to be able to discuss what happens there. mm or you're gonna go to a juggling festival, or you're gonna go, you know, whatever you do within that has to do with juggling. It, there's there's uh, there's utility in having a language so that you can talk about it, that and that that language is precise, and you can you know what what the different things mean when when you're talking about it.
1: All right, I'm gonna okay. Look, look so we talked about planets going around the the sun, and we talked about n plus one spectrum. Um, so. You know what other kind of juggling I like, Eric? Tell me. Skateboarding. It's so cool. Juggling. Skateboarding <laughs> is like my fa- One of my favorite ways to juggle, because I'm manipulating the board with my feet. Yeah. I'm flipping it. Yeah. Right. And and we already said that juggling is not <laughs> in plus one. It's like a group of. It's like a group of activities like yeah, skateboarding. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is this was one of the things that I obviously had to deal with. Rodney
1: um, Mullen, man, top forty. Juggler, yeah. of the year,
0: yeah, because this is this is something that <laughs> pops up a lot, like activities that are clearly some kind of manipulation of objects that are just as related to toss juggling or cascade as something else. I mean, what's more related to to cascade, uh, spinning a ring on your arm or flipping a skateboard with your feet? Mm-hmm. Maybe the skateboard even is closer. To the, to the cascade than spinning the ring. I don't know. I mean, up to debate. But for sure, you could find some example of an activity that by its nature is more related to a cascade than spinning a ring or balancing a stick,
1: let's well, say. Well, rhythmic gymnastics.
0: There you go. Yeah.
1: But uh, I mean, rhythmic gymnastics is my favorite part of, form of juggling. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay, hold on now, hold <laughs> on now. So the observation that I made with those things... Because I could do those same connections that you're you're goofing off with now. That I see a similarity in terms of the nature of the activity to juggling. But the observation that you can do quite quickly is that people don't call those things juggling. Why not?
1: Well, man, I don't... I mean... (laughs) I mean, I voted for Rodney Mullen in the top four.
0: <laughs> no, but that's something I had to they already, deal
1: with. No, but they don't because they already have an established cultural identity.
0: Yeah, that's the conclusion that I came to. Is yeah. that When something has a clear cultural identity of its own, Yeah. We th- that seems to be a, a mechanism in the language. That then we categorize it by this stronger ag- identity, such as skateboarding, such as rhythmic gymnastics, such as cardistry, for an example.
1: And it goes back to that idea of you going to the pizza restaurant with, with Anthony, and you see yeah. the, the chef manipulating the dough, and then you, you both go, huh, oh, cool juggling. Right. Or whatever, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like You, you and Anthony could go to a, see a skate skate park, skate park. You could go to the X Games, yeah. and you could watch the Super Motocross whatever, right? Not just skateboarding. And then you could say, oh man, that's super cool juggling, because you see them flipping with a bike and, and Flipping the bike around in the air and stuff, right? You're manipulating the bike in the air. You're yeah. throwing it and letting it go.
0: Yeah.
1: But nobody else in that audience is going to have a casual conversation, at, you know, as a first encounter, as a casual use of language, not a technical use of language, but like yeah. ha- like everyday meaning. Oh man, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the X game, like X Games, to see some juggling.
0: Yeah, to the. F- Fun juggling, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> competition here. And,
1: and 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 so then you go back to this idea of like, what is ball spinning? Well, ball spinning is not juggling because the, the, I'm you know doing that argument of like juggling is n plus one, yeah. so ball spinning is not juggling. Um, and then you go, well, what is what is ball spinning then in that conversation? And then you say, oh, it's it's stu- it's something that jugglers sometimes also do, right? <laughs> Which again isn't a genre. Yeah. So then you can start to say, but then why is ball spinning in the genre, wider genre of act of related activities of juggling? And you can say, why is skateboarding not? And it's just kind of by default that ball spinning doesn't have its. It could. My point is ball spinning could be like skateboarding. Skateboarding is known as skateboarding because it has a, it has a cultural identity already. You know, ball spinning could also have worked out that way. Yeah. Ball spinning can be called, you know, Utami. Yeah. Oh man, I'm going to go see the Utami games. And then what's that? Oh, it's ball spinning. And then all of a sudden you go, wait, well, wait, 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 wait. I thought ball spinning was in the category of juggling. Yeah, it used to be. And now there's a there's a worldwide craze called you know utami, and then it's, and then ball spinning went to that genre. You know, it it had a, it gained a cultural identity, and that's when you get these uh, kind of edge cases or gray areas, like especially uh, uh, for example, uh, maybe even Diablo, in certain cultures, but also like yo-yo, right? So that's it's really fun. Like, I don't know. I don't know if this is just a juggling thing. And we talk about this all the time. Like, is this specific to juggling or is is every subculture like this kind of crazy? But it's like, as soon as you show in a workshop or wherever, right, a juggling trick or a concept for a juggling trick, the students immediately want to like twist and break the concept either to be better than the concept or to show that it's not valid. I don't know if it's, maybe it's human nature, you know, like, okay, we're going to throw the ball like this. And then immediately as a juggler, you want to make it like super more difficult or more clever, or then show that you can't throw the ball like that, that the idea is invalid. So when you came out with this like explanation uh, or like articulation of the use of the word juggling in language, then people were like, oh man, I want to really, I want to, find the i want to immediately go like without agreeing with you or discussing kind of like the 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 heart of the argument they want to immediately go to the edge case and they want to immediately push the boundaries right yeah, and to yeah, show yeah. how you're wrong and it, which is fine yeah. yeah no 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 but just to say it's like this weird like human intuition of like oh eric said it's the there's 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 a group yeah. and there's a specific specific activity what about yo-yo
0: yeah but i think that that's also because that has been so, uh, something that actually has been present in the community in terms of the conversation about definition is has been those things like is rhythmic gymnastics juggling is ball spinning juggling. But what about when a basketball player does it? What yeah. about you know? Yeah. Skateboarding well, or well, uh, I mean, I mean, but, yeah.
1: but let's let's do it right now. So what about yeah. yo-yo?
0: Is yo-yo juggling? No, I think it has the uh, cultural identity that's strong enough of its own. So, we don't, we don't. Usually, it seems like people call it yo-yo, and they don't connect it to to juggling.
1: Right. And again, you can do and 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 just to be clear, yeah. again, we have to restate this all the time. Language is not an immutable, concrete, fixed uh, target. Right. It's it, It's not. It's not one thing that's never going to change. It's not this hundred percent all the time. Language is always evolving. It's always being changed by the culture and by the community.
0: Yeah, and I think those are really important uh, components to the two words that you were saying right there: culture and community. Well, this thing that you're that you're putting in question, does it have a culture and a community of its own? Well, Well, yo-yo has that. Skateboarding has that. Cardistry has that. Ball spinning, yeah, maybe a little bit, but it also. It also has a very strong presence in juggling, in the culture of juggling. But,
1: yeah. but
0: when you're talking about
1: yo-yo and you say,
0: no, I think it has its own
1: uh, strong enough cultural identity to, yeah. to kind of jump out of the genre of, of juggling, even yeah. though it's closely related. Um, I just want to say that might not be true everywhere. Right. A- a- because again, and again, to take that to the extreme, yeah, <laughs> I was talking about like the yeah, human yeah. nature to go to extremes, um, you can live alone. The rest of your life, if you want, in your basement, and you can do yo-yo, and you can call it juggling. You can call it milkshakes. Yeah. You good? Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And, but but I mean, there is, but there are the like a lot of people want to apply. A lot of people, yeah. Well, how to say this? Well, uh, no, no. But yeah. a lot of people want to take this definition uh, that you kind of uncover the the language of, of how this works, right? And they want to just immediately apply it in a practical way to lots of things. Of course, right? Like that would, that would, that make sense. Like, hey, now that you've kind of uncovered this, uh, this, I don't know, truth, but the situation, now I'm gonna apply it to, to real life and, and make, uh, use it in a practical way. Yeah. So then people just go to you, Eric, is yo-yo juggling? And I wanna know yes or no, 100%. Right. And it can yeah. never change. Like, I wanna know if juggling is juggling, is yo-yo juggling now and forever? Like it's always so yeah. extreme. And you have to say, look, no, 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 no. There's a context here. It might be juggling today. And we can even argue that. I mean, is yeah. it, does yo-yo have enough cultural connection? I think so in certain cases. But you know what? If I go meet another culture and they don't have... I'm not going to be surprised that they don't have that connection is what I mean. Yeah. And I think Yo, uh, Diablo is an even better example. Whereas um, we talked about maybe doing the two snakes talk in the future... Um, I mean, the Diablo is going to be a fun one to talk about with the two snakes. But for example, maybe at one point Diablo wasn't in the related acti- the genre of juggling. And then at some point it came into the genre of juggling. Well, is it in the genre of juggling now? Apparently, not fully for that IJA judge yeah. that one day I was with that judge. Totally. So like the N plus one aspect of Diablo apparently was in the genre of juggling but the, but the the one diablo is not in the genre of juggling for this person yeah right so i don't i so i think it's 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 one and that was the other confusing thing too eric you came out and you had these statements about what the word juggling meant and it was very hard to understand for some people that what you were saying was at the same time concrete and also flexible and that's still something i think people can have a hard time relating to Oh, so wait a second, Eric. You're saying if juggling isn't just n plus one, if juggling isn't just the three ball cascade, then you have this other. You say there's this this category of juggling that's related to the three ball cascade. Well, screw you, man. That means everything could be juggling. Like they think that because you have a flexibility, you know, like an open there's there's a, there's a there's a, there's a, there's open for interpretation on part of your definition. That means there isn't a line in the sand of what is juggling and what isn't juggling. And that's not, that's, that's hard to kind of wrap your head around at first, I think. But it's, it's not, it's not everything can be juggling. There is a line in the sand. Juggling happens when it's, when you, if if it's not the, if it's not the specific activity, then it has to be related to the default form. And it's, it can be related in many different ways, but there has to be an established relationship. Going back to our friend, Ben Richter, walking on the beach. He's a juggler. There's an association there. He throws an apple. His friends say, you're juggling. There's a clear connection. It wasn't like when he again to go back to Eva Heckscher, It wasn't before Ben was walking on the beach before he threw the apple. His friends weren't like, huh, "There goes Ben juggling his shoes, walking with his feet. He's juggling his underwear." There was there's no there's no discussion of that because that wasn't there wasn't a perceived connection there. So there has to be a connection somehow.
0: Yeah. So you
1: have and that disturbed some people. I think. I mean, I'm for me too. It's intellectually it's a little hard to wrap your head around it to go eric's saying a specific thing but at the same time that thing that he's saying it's specific but it's also flexible yeah so this idea of is is diablo juggling or not and it it was kind of some some people were saying that there's this test there it was like a test of like all right well Eric got this definition thing, I'm gonna say, is juggling, uh, sorry, is Diablo juggling or not? And if he can't say yes or no, 100% yes, 100% no of all the times for the rest of the history of the world, then therefore it's not a valid definition. But that's not how language works. That's not how culture works, right? So this, and, and I think right now you can really see the evolution. I mean, the, now more than ever, actually, is a great time for these discussions and juggling because you have f- flow arts. And there's all, these def- there's all this discussion. Okay, what, before flow arts, there was poi spinning. Hmm. So is poi spinning juggling? Well, wait a second. Now we have a whole genre called flow arts. You don't have to say that poi spinning is things that jugglers might do if juggling is N plus one only.
0: Yeah.
1: Then you can say, oh, but ju- poi, poi is part of flow arts. Okay, another good example is hula hoop. Is hula hoop juggling? Well, now we have hula hoop as a strong identity in flow arts. Is flow arts juggling? And you can yeah. you can find all these similarities in the in the culture, in the community, and in the techniques. Yeah. Manipulation of objects, you know, and, and, and literal techniques of grips, and and, and exchanges. Talking about n plus one with hoops. Yeah. And poi. I mean, all this, all the toss, all the contact and toss. What do they call it? Uh, toss poi, whatever. Um, yeah, throw poi. Yeah. yeah poi poi juggling. I guess they yeah. call it. Do they call it poi
0: juggling? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but.
1: No, but no. just to say there there is yeah, a, there's a there's a cultural confusion we have right now. There are these gray areas we have right now. like language is changing right now as we say this. In terms yeah. of what is the de- definition of juggling in regards to what do we mean when we say that word? We're having a cultural revolution as we speak in terms of flow arts, poi, hula hoop, all these all these different sorts of manipulations mm. that we that we're having a we're having this cultural revolution, this discussion back and forth. And you have that kind of, uh, again, it's a cliche of, well, uh, this N plus one is the valid way. It's, it's the more respected way, right? Isn't that, that's like the cliche, right? It's like the technical juggler who's doing toss juggling gets respect. And the poi artist, I mean, I mean, traditionally is going to get put down, as not being as valid right and there is this built in kind of self esteem there's this built in perceived hierarchy in the in the tradition of our of our art forms there which i think is slowly i mean people are talking very vocally in the past 10 years more recently 5 years about that being overcome that juggling and flow arts are becoming i mean and i don't know flow i have to say i don't know flow arts at all but inside of flow arts isn't there different there's like techies and there's there's like three or four different like subcultures. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But you know what I mean, like much about in the flow too. arts, there's the people who are doing the flow, like as the the qual the main quality. There's also the the tech the tech people doing tech work. I mean, I've heard that that term used in language of technical mm. language of flow arts. Mm. And so all these things are being uh, decided right now by the community.
0: Yeah. Like I think it's like uh, to uh, to uh, specify a little bit. I think that. People wanted to know, for example, is Kendama juggling or is it not? And the conversation that I wanted to have, I wanted to, to specify the mechanism behind that decision. What is the mechanism that makes Kendama end up in juggling or not end up in juggling? And I wanted to understand that mechanism and the way I described it in the definition was that I said that it had a relationship to the default form to the three ball cascade. Now if I'm going to specify that relation, I could say that it's based on three things. It could be based on the, the nature of the activity. So let's say throws, catches, uh, or any manipulative aspect. Right There's There could be a A relationship by the nature of the activity. Or number two it could have a relation in terms of the identity which is like we identify three ball cascade. For some reason we identify three ball cascade and devil stick to the same group of Activities. I'm not. I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm just saying I'm observing that being done. For example, as in the 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 book that I that I read, the description. Like there, I can observe that connection being done. Okay. Mm. And then the third thing is the community, the culture. Does it exist in the same culture, in the same community as an activity? Or it, does it have a community of its own? So, what do you... so, so if you look at kendama, then for example, okay, we start with community and culture. Well, they have a pretty strong community and culture by themselves, right? There is a kendama community, yeah, no doubt about it, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, kendama is also like it exists a little bit in juggling, in the juggling world too. Okay, but but I would say that if I'm and I, I'm not a better judge than anybody else, I'm willing to have the conversation. But I would say that there is a community there that's that's uh, separate from juggling. Yeah, and in, in terms of in terms of the the identity, do we identify kendama, uh, uh, someone who is doing the activity of kendama, as someone who is doing the activity of three ball cascade? Uh, I don't know and again like i'm the i'm the same judge as, as anybody else if i see someone doing a doing kendama do i expect them to also have three bean bags in their bag i don't know
1: but just to say just because you don't know and just to finish
0: yeah. it off mm-hmm. then the third thing the nature of the activity yeah, there's throws and catches in mm, kendama. I, I could see. make that connection there, and I think it's this mechanism there that I'm that I want to discuss, yeah, because I think there is something there, and I think that's a more intelligent conversation to have than to just uh, try to disc to uh decide without specifying is kendama juggling or or is it not, right? I think it's better to deep down, deep dive into the mechanism. Of what makes that conversation, you know, can we say something about that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can we start at those three things? Those three things: mm-hmm. community, nature, identity. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can be- get wiser if we start there. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, exactly. And just as I mean, I'm just gonna say that. So if you can't say a hundred percent is kindama, like when you say, "Oh, I don't know," is kindama this or that? You know, I don't know. Right? You said you said I don't know. That doesn't mean that the plants going around the sun are juggling. That doesn't mean it, that just because you don't know, just because you can't answer that one question, doesn't mean your system falls apart. It doesn't mean that it's invalid what you're saying be, be, previously. Right. Because that's what some people assume. That's what some, that's, that's the point where some people got, where they go, but Eric, but if your definition can't categorize exactly kendama, then therefore the plants going around the sun are juggling too. You're like, no, 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 this is a confused conversation. We're talking yeah. about different things here.
0: And just to say, when I wrote that definition, I also wrote specifically about that flexibility. Yeah. That we have to be, if we're going to def- write a definition of juggling, we also have to write about that flexibility. Sometimes things are jug- are considered juggling and sometimes they're not, even if the activity is the same.
1: Well, we're just repeating ourselves. But the thing is, that's because the de- because what makes something juggling, juggling is not technique. <laughs> there's yeah. other there's other qualities and and the people who insist on basing the the categorization or or, defi- or def- definition of juggling upon a certain technique it's just doomed to fail i mean this has been proven time and time again i'm sorry like i'm gonna be done yeah that, that let, yeah, let's, let's, done. we, we could just say right it's now it's mix, done it's, it's <laughs> a mix of
0: context and technique that's yeah. what it is yeah
1: yeah. This idea of a technical definition to encapsulate all of things that are juggling in this world—it doesn't work. And I'm yeah, done yeah, talking we're about past, it. past that point. That's sure. like art and sport juggling. <laughs> it's juggling an art or sport? Yeah. It's it's over. I mean, yeah. we can move on from that. So um, I don't know. Do I want to jump ahead? Yeah, I want to jump ahead to the to the, to one thing and then come back uh, on my notes <laughs> here. But look, here's the thing. Because uh, we were talking a lot about this idea of Well, if juggling is this thing now, the the definition of juggling, you know, is is this kind of mess because we don't have a technical language. It's this mess we have now. And then this idea that some people want to just jump over the mess without understanding the mess and they say no but juggling should be blah 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 and then everybody has their own like, yeah, little yeah, yeah. Little yeah
0: i'm there like let's let's untangle the mess and then we do that that's my opinion yeah and everybody else is like
1: but whatever eric i just want i just want my opinion to be the the thing cuz they still i think don't understand that you're cuz they still think that you're giving your opinion rather right, than right. <laughs> but anyway um let's just let's just jump right into this um, so, so part of this work that, that, you've done, that you've done to get to this point um, has basically kind of w- with the language and the two snakes which we keep alluding to it means juggling isn't 4,000 years old. So can we just get into the whole mess of how old is juggling? What are you talking about is not 4,000 years old? Who? How? Is that really that really but that really this story really encapsulates the mechanics of how language works, of how language changes, and that's this is the whole crux of the entire story. I mean, of the entire endeavor, I think, for me. So go for it, because the darling is not four thousand years old. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. But we're, now we're getting to the two snakes,
1: I think. Oh well. Go, all right. Okay. I guess we have waited long enough. <laughs> okay.
0: okay. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> when I. Uh, when I started looking at the history of juggling pretty soon when you do that you get this picture of uh, a couple of Egyptian women who are throwing and catching seemingly three balls each and that's generally known as the oldest depiction of juggling so in my mind when I started getting this interest for juggling History, I somehow then imagined that juggling was 4,000 years old and now this activity has been evolving for 4,000 years. Yeah, I thought the same. Yeah, and it's been kind of, and then, and then I realized that that's not the case.
1: Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just jump in right here and say t- 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 tell me the thing again that that you asked Carl Heinz that blew your mind
0: oh yeah yeah that was the the knife in my chest that yeah. <laughs> I'm now uh, yeah so th- what happened with Carl Heinz and, and and that's also very much like in terms of in terms of uh, our history and and the beginning of this work I think what was very we didn't know at the time but what was very seminal in this whole conversation was that you worked in uh, Wintergarten in 2007, Wintergarten Berlin.
1: Yeah, with Menu.
0: Exactly, and and you said to me that I should come see the show. I should come visit. Yeah, and that was the purpose of our trip, uh, of my trip coming to Berlin. And you also knew Carline Seaton a little bit. Yeah, and you said that Carl lives in Berlin. We should go try, uh, try to go and see him. Yeah, it could be interesting. (laughs) I don't know if it was more specific than that. I think we were just in. It was just peculiar to us that this old man who knew a lot about juggling history lived there, and you could visit him. It was, yeah, it was just an oddity. I think that's how we. I mean, I met
1: him at IJA. I think ninety six with Butterfly Man. Right. So it was this guy who, you know, and I'd seen him on all the IJA tapes hanging out with Anthony and like all the, you know, all the people. Yeah. And I'm in Berlin and I'm just like, man. And I and the thing is, I didn't tell you was um, I don't think I ever told you this, but, you know, I, I used to work in Jerome Tamag company. And then uh, Valentine Lachat was around and, and he came to Berlin. And he wanted to meet Carl. Me and Valentine, we went to Carl's house, like unannounced. We found mm. we found his apartment. <laughs> and I took a photo of the door with Carl's name on it. He wasn't home. But we kind of stalked him. I mean, it was like a big deal. I mean, he I mean, Valentine came all the way there just to meet Carl. Carl wasn't home.
0: I mean, he's, he's so hard... maybe Valentine could be be blamed a little bit for this. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, he definitely I mean, I definitely had that curiosity, too. Of Like, oh, yeah, I'm in the I'm in the yeah. same town as Carl. Like, let's go. And then Valentine's like, ah, I'm going to come all the way there to see him. Um, and it was pretty crazy. We went to saw this guy's just his apartment door with his name on it was like a, a big deal for me. I mean, That was enough. And then when you came, I was like, oh dude, we gotta try again because that was so crazy to because you also cared that y- you would also be you would also be one of the people who would care to see his
0: name on a door. Yeah, I did I did the <laughs> I did the exact same thing in twenty fourteen with Larry Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Went outside of his door because <laughs> he lived in the same apartment since nineteen forty five. Right, right. He had the same address as like in the juggling bulletin. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. side note. No, it's good. Okay, but okay, so I came to Berlin, it's 2007. I
1: put all that stuff from Winter Garden with me, and menu on YouTube now.
0: Now oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so you don't have to come to Berlin to see it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we go out to Carl just thinking that this is going to be like a fun little experience. And Carl was super nice, and this time you had announced in advance yeah, yeah. that we were coming. You, yeah. We were not showing up unannounced. Yeah. Uh, so we came there and we sat down with Carl in his couch and he brought out the books. And and that was so fantastic because we could just flip through the books and ask whatever we wanted <laughs> yeah. about any picture.
1: And what was so cool about that is the pictures obviously are pictures. It's, they're not moving. Yeah. So you, you look at this picture and it's a picture of something. Yeah. But Carl knew what that was a picture of before and after it was taken, that moment in time. Right. And I remember looking at some of those pictures of those tricks or whatever, those moments, and just saying like, so Carl, what, what was that about? And then he would tell you the truth, yeah, which wasn't in the book. Right. There's a moment in time captured in that photo, that image. And you think you understand, but you don't understand the real context. And Carl would say, oh, this is what happened there. Yeah, And that was pretty fascinating. I mean, right. that was invaluable. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: So, so prior to this point, I had a couple of juggling books, but with, with old pictures like the Dick Franco books but but I, I, I couldn't really make, it was difficult for me as like a young contemporary juggler to make the connection between history and what I was doing. It was more of a, just some curiosity. curiosity. Yeah, like, like here are these old people that did something. Some it, entertainment. To, yeah, it, yeah, it has little or no relation to yeah, what I exactly. was doing. Yeah. But sitting there with Carl, like I realized that Maybe there is a stronger connection, just the way he was talking about it, and also that Michael had been there, Michael Motion had been there, and I mean that's another whole wow, yeah, man, world to discuss yeah. maybe in the future. But anyways, the connect, I think the our meeting with Carl made this connection between history and what we were doing.
1: Well, Carl also made talked that about it like it was alive, you know. Right. Carl, Carl wasn't talking about like, oh yeah, this used to be the thing, or this happened back then. Mm. He was just talking about what happened, like it was, and it was still happening. I mean, Carl was still interested. I mean, is still interested in juggling, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to 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 as much as he can be. So I think that was really a, a vibe from him of going through the old books. But for him, they weren't the old books; they were the books. Yeah, they're just the books. You know, yeah. it's it's not uh, there. It was a bit more timeless than.
0: Here's a bunch of old, irrelevant uh, facts. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm gonna get to the point, to the knife in my chest, but <laughs> but just to 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 um yeah, yeah. follow follow along the line here. So so we're there, and it's it's fantastic sitting with Carl. So when we're leaving, I'm basically thinking in my mind, oh, I should try to get one of Carl's books. It would be nice to have at home to flip through and remember this meeting. And now I know a little bit more about the pictures, etc. So I started I started looking for the books online and it turned out that Carl's books specifically was kind of difficult to find. Yeah. And that that made me encounter a bunch of other juggling books and ju- buying uh, historical books online at the time of juggling that there was just nobody was interested in that stuff so the books were very cheap actually so i just decided i'm just going to buy every book yeah and that's why we're sitting in this room now that's that's filled with books because that's basically that process mm. i was just like hey that could be interesting actually to try to com- combine a uh, compile all the literature on juggling could be interesting to see just to see what what has been written mm. what has been documented so in that process I eventually found one of Carl's books, but then I just continued. And then I thought, okay, Carl has written, I think, 12 books at the time. And I was just like, I'm just going to find them all. And it, and it also became this thing that it wasn't that expensive to go to Berlin. So I just kept going back. I just went several times a year and you came with me. Well, we actually have about 24 hours of footage right, that right. we
1: filmed of Carl
0: going through every book he wrote. That's true. And I don't uh,
1: think we can ever release those tapes. That's true. Because of some of the stories. But yeah, there was one some day we should... Crazy stories yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so... But anyway... It is documented somehow. Yeah, it is documented. Maybe when we're those, dead, they can those, come out. Those meetings.
0: <laughs> those meetings. So, so I... Uh, and it was also fun, you know, to bring, like, another book for Carl to sign when I came to him. Like, hey, Carl, yeah. I found this, you know, this edition, and he'd be happy and sign it and whatever. And then... Uh, but th- so then, one of those trips, I come back to Carl's house, because every time it would be like this. The process looked like this: we would come to Carl, we would set up the video camera Yeah. that was huge at the time. Brought some cakes. Brought cake every time. <laughs> good, good thing. So we loaded up the table with cake yeah. and opened the, the books, <laughs> and then just interviewed Carl until we couldn't basically take it take it anymore. He was still going. <laughs> and then we'd go home go back to sweden we'd go through the tapes and we'd be like oh why didn't we ask this yeah. why didn't we think of this right. and then just start uh, going through those tapes the list would just a new list would appear yeah, of yeah. questions yeah so then there would be another reason to go back and it would it would just cycle like this yeah yeah new questions new questions new <laughs> questions so then one trip i go there and I'm there, I'm with Carl, and I bring up these the, the pictures of the medieval jugglers. Yeah. And I go, Carl, what, what kind of three-ball routine do you think these guys were doing back in the Middle Ages? And Carl goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> there was no three-ball routine. There was just juggling of the balls... Collect, put them away, and then take the knives or the bear or the flute or something else. Right. And when he said that, like, my world just collapsed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I refused to believe that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because it's so it's so ingrained or so unconsciously inside of us that when we say the word juggling, talking about the definition of juggling. Yeah. I'm talking culturally. Yeah. We just take for granted. Yeah. Oh yeah, people did three ball. Maybe maybe they didn't do five minute long routine. Right. Maybe the routine was only two minutes long. Yeah, exactly. And they only had five
0: patterns they yeah. switched between. Yeah. No, no. They had one pattern. There was no routine. No routine. And just to say, just <laughs> a, a little, um, what do you call it? Side um, <laughs> safety there. Yeah. This is what because i've gone through like a lot of material on history now and what i should say is that there's no trace of any sequence there's no trace of any routine and there is no tradition of any sequence or routine it is of course possible that since the day of those egyptian women and today it is possible that the idea of a sequence was born and died a million times in yep. that period. Right. I have to leave that open, but in terms of a in terms of a, a tradition and a trace of that tradition, there is nothing that I have seen.
1: Regardless, regardless, let's say there was a tradition that, that was born and died or whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. It, it for me, right just the basic fact that you take for granted yeah. that juggling includes yeah. sequences yeah. and yeah. routines. That's what killed me. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, you can say, Well, we don't know what the medieval we don't know what the Egyptian blah 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 blah. Yeah. Right. Okay, you don't know, cool. I don't know either. But the it's you cannot it, it's indisputable that you have this moment of, wait a second, it's it could be possible that juggling wasn't always a sequence of tricks that were choreographed in a row. Yeah. And I think that is pretty um I mean that's that's a truth. Like you can find many examples of that existing too.
0: Yeah, and I mean when after I had that, you know, in my mind, and I started looking at the actual documentation that exists, even in terms of film. Yeah. Even in terms of documentation, but with film of juggling, you can look at the earliest routines that exist on film, and you can see Mm -hmm. that the sequences are either non-existent or. Very very primitive. Look at even Francis Bruns act, and now we're talking forties, fifties. Yeah, the sequences are like two tricks, three tricks. But what was usually th- it's one trick, something else. Yeah. But what was
1: so funny um, before? I mean, now you can say there's a little bit of a trend, as much as there ever was a trend in juggling history, or like interest in in juggling history. Um, I mean, it used to be Carl Heinz Ethan. That was literally the for a while there. Yeah. It, I mean, Carl was, you know. Around the time we were visiting him, probably right. Right.
0: Well, there were a few others. That's... I mean, that's a, that's another side note. Basically, when yeah. when that that whole history thing hit me, I probably got. I mean, it's probably around that time when he said that thing about the medieval people. I I just realized that this is this is too big to to ignore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I fully immersed myself, and I made some kind of commitment around that time to 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 go on a pilgrimage and visit everybody that knows anything about juggling history and to see every collection, so there's a couple of other people that we should mention, but but like Herman Sagemiller, he, Larry Weeks, Paul Bachman, but but, you could say, but I mean, Carl was the one that we had access to and that was still had some kind of connection to the juggling community. Exactly, yeah.
1: and he was the highest profile. I mean, just with the yeah. he wrote these books. I mean, right, right, right. So that was a pretty clear. Yeah. Uh, concrete uh, connection, but what I was going to say is, y- you know, when I started out juggling in 85, 86, end of eighty five, um, it's it, I just took for granted that you did balls, rings, and clubs, and devil sticks, cigar boxes, and shaker cups a little bit, uh, and uh, that you would do tricks in a sequence in a row, and that who could ever know. Who was the first person to juggle rings? Who would ever know who was the first person to do like, kick-ups and pirouettes and blah, 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 blah. And so this, it was just, I don't know, because it was lost to the passage of time. Juggling was 4,000 years old. So there's no way you could ever know who was the first person who juggled rings. For sure, that was lost 3,000 years ago, right? But it turns out, now with this kind of newer trend of juggling, and maybe it's just new to me, I don't know. But those things are knowable. You kind of know at this point who was the first person to juggle rings, probably, right? And you probably, you kind of know who was the first person to make a sequence with rings and things like this. I mean, do, did you ever, you know, what do you think about that? Is that for, same for you?
0: That. yeah 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 totally totally i also thought i mean the, the the assumption from the beginning of course was that all of these things were way way older exactly like, yeah. i think that's the intuition and that's still the intuition from a lot of people when you tell people that no club club juggling we're talking late nineteenth seven 1870s right so what's that 150 years yeah that still blows people's mind people think it's thousands of years old yeah Yeah, exactly. And rings. Then we're talking 1930s. (laughs) Yeah. So what's that? That's less than 100 years old. Less than 100 years. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Right. But
1: but just to say, so just to to underline this. Yeah. This idea that quote unquote juggling is 4,000 years old. Yeah. Well, you can find traces of the technique of what we mean when we say the word juggling today. Yeah those traces can be found back as far right now as 4,000 years old, for example. Yeah. There's traces of it. But what we, again, when we say the word juggling as the definition of juggling in a group of language users, when we yeah. say the word juggling, we're not, again, literally talking about a technique. We're talking about uh, all, the, all these things we've been talking about, yeah. which includes these cultural associations and stereotypes and traditions and values and and those things, for example, just this assumption of like, oh yeah, juggling rings. And now it's juggling rings is ninety years old. It's not four thousand years old, right? Right. So, and, but there was another. So and and like you say, you, you asked Carl about the medieval person, and they didn't do a routine. And,
0: and I should also uh, side bracket to the rings. We're talking about the flat brimmed ring specifically, right. not just any round hoop-like object, but the f- the flat rings that we use today. Sure. But should should I now should I specify what these two snakes are?
1: No, not yet, because we we just came to a point that you should say it, and then we do the snakes. Okay. Which is um, because I want to jump back into how this language works. I mean, we're talking about the definition here, mm. and so now we're at that point. Okay, rings ninety years old, clubs one hundred and fifty years old, um, in terms of what we mean today, right? So what happened back then that really made juggling juggling in terms of what we mean today with the word juggling? Yeah. It was one dude.
0: Yeah, but I think we should do the snakes. The snakes are going to do the dude? To that point. yeah, Because that's where the snakes, that's what they lead to, you know? All right. Okay, so the two snakes, what is that? Okay. (laughs) So what I did was that I wanted to understand the history of juggling. And since there is this ambivalence about what the word juggling means then i just uh, ignored what the word juggling meant for now and i just took that activity that jugglers like to refer to as juggling the n plus 1 activity so throwing and catching more objects than the amount of hands and that the oldest trace of that is 4000 years so that's that egyptian uh, wall painting so i mean that's the f- 4000 years old
1: and to say about that egyptian wall painting i mean one thing that you brought up to me about that was that's kind of the oldest trace that people. You've just never heard anybody dispute it, right? I right. mean, because again, I mean, I've heard people say more recently, yeah. "Well, they could be doing anything. They could be doing a ball game, blah blah yeah. blah, blah blah blah." But that's literally yeah. that was within the past two months. I've never heard that in my entire life until two months ago. Somebody mm. that somebody even brought up the concept that it could possibly be something other than juggling, mm. and whether or not. People have just thought this privately. There's not a public discussion. There's no public debate that I'm aware of that's yeah. documented or that I've been involved with, where people go, "Okay, now this year's uh, IJA, this year's WJF on Wednesday afternoon in the ballroom B, there's going to be the the controversy surrounding the Egyptian uh, right, right yeah, picture. It's not a real no, there, it doesn't exist. People are yeah. just like, yep, it's that's that's juggling. And again, yeah. that's that's this assumption. Yeah, when I grew up with juggling, people just said. Oh, Egyptian yeah. painting, it's juggling. And I go, okay.
0: Yeah, so I took that moment in time as a as a point in a timeline. And that's the start of a snake that runs down like a line. That's what the snake is. Yeah. It just looks like, I think you named the two snakes. No, no, don't blame me. This was okay. all you. Okay, well, it's a, it's a timeline. <laughs> so it starts Cause there. Because you
1: called me one day and you said, hey,
0: I got the two snakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then the other snake is the word juggling. Yeah. So that's let's say that we s- put that roughly at uh 1000 after Christ. So uh one, uh 1, So the first snake e- is from e- the Egyptian that's when th- from when? The first snake is the Egyptian painting 4000 BC. Gotcha. And the word juggling is from uh 1000 AD. Okay. That's when the word juggling starts to appear, roughly speaking. Sure. I don't... Cool, cool. Yeah. So then, so what I wanted to do is, I just took those two things, and then I just marked data points along along those two timelines mm. to see how they cross and how they uncross. Up until today. Up until today. Yeah. Because you're gonna have points where the word juggling represents the n plus one, and you're gonna have points where it does not. Represent those two. Yeah, and just to be clear, those, the,
1: the yeah. Egyptian uh, painting timeline—that's going to represent n plus one. Exactly. We're, we're assuming that yeah. that's what they were doing.
0: Exactly. Because yeah, okay. you could you could have three, four, five snakes. You could take you could put ball spinning in, and you could say that's the activity. Where does that cross the line of the word juggling? So, and you can collect data points of that similarly.
1: Well, already from the beginning here of your two snakes. Yeah. Then we have n plus one. Yeah. Uh, at a completely different time than the word
0: juggling. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah, uh, that's <laughs> uh, three thousand years apart. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, sorry. I've been saying four thousand BC. That's wrong. Two thousand BC. Yeah, exactly. Four thousand years ago. Yeah, exactly.
1: Sorry about that.
0: Yeah,
1: but regardless. Yeah. For all those people who are like, no, the definition of juggling is n plus one. That's what the word means. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. no. It, it it wasn't. It doesn't mean. I mean. On one in one specific case, it does mean that because we're tangled with the specific yeah. activity and the genre. Yeah. But l- quite literally, from the genesis
0: of that word, yeah, it didn't even mean it back then. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, we don't know what the Egyptians right. what kind of sound or text they had to right. represent the word because that's what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about a representation in language. Yeah. 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 So the word juggling when it first appears around 1000 C. Uh, AD. Yeah. It does not mean, it does not represent n plus one. It represents something like entertaining or performing.
1: So when juggling comes around, it doesn't mean three ball cascade. Right. Oh, hey, you're going to do some juggling? It's no, nothing to do with three balls no. throwing and catching.
0: It has the similar roots as the word joke, like juggling and joke. So it's, mm. yeah, to entertain, basically. Okay. So at some point, these two. Timelines cross. There is an intersection at some point where the word juggling indeed could represent this activity of n plus one. I don't know when the first intersection is, but it's gonna be somewhere.
1: Yeah. But when they intersect, it doesn't the word juggling
0: doesn't only mean interesting. No no plus no, no, one. no no no. It just means that it it could mean that thing. It kind of swings by. That's why I'm talking about the two snakes, cause they, they, weave, in and they weave in and out. They weave in and out. I wish you could pats. see my hands here, but <laughs> I'm I'm doing this fire uh <laughs> <Eurythmics>. <laughs> no but dance but, yeah no but look look when
1: juggling comes around it means you know joke or entertainment look l- let's say i mean i'm going to get this all completely wrong but the concept is hopefully right hmm. so then when you say juggling it maybe means telling a joke telling a story singing a song maybe dancing maybe i, I don't know what do you think is that yeah right? yeah and so at some point as 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 time moves forward yeah it means telling a joke, singing a song, doing a dance, yeah. maybe maybe juggling three balls.
0: Exactly. Maybe. Exactly. But it
1: also means those other things. Yeah.
0: It doesn't yeah. just mean the three ball thing. Right. Okay, so let's keep going through history. Yeah. So what happens is that the word juggling and the use of the word juggling becomes more and more refined. So these things that you so just example, were saying, singing, dance, singing. Singing becomes its own exactly. cultural identity. Right. Maybe, yeah, we could say okay, or it become just uh, language becomes more right. specified I don't right. know exactly how that what happens in that process how yeah. that takes place it's just that uh, yeah singing is something else acrobatics is something else etc etc etc
1: pick and and pick a year I mean pick a year and a timeline yeah, and maybe when they say that we're juggling in that period of time, the three ball cascade comes under that definition, yeah maybe. In a hundred years from then, it, yeah. it
0: doesn't come under the definition. Yeah, exactly. So I think the first important data point where we can actually start to speak more specifically is around 1820, 1830. Because what happened then, and this is a European perspective, just to say, yeah, what happens then in Europe is that we start to import Asian acts mm. from uh, India, from China, from uh, Burma. And for whatever reason, I don't know why we refer to these acts as juggling. Mm. And they are not specifically throwing and catching N plus one, but they are they, they are they start to narrow down. So to beginning from the beginning, these these Asian acts they were some acrobatics, magic tricks, snake charming, but also throwing and catching, sword swallowing. Uh, yeah, a lot of fakir tricks yeah, came fakir in tricks. under the name of juggling at one point, right? Yep. Walking on Cole, hot coals, eating yeah. glass, maybe. A, there you go, there yeah. you go. So it's a little bit, it's more narrow than in the Middle Ages. But that's kind of the first data point where we can start to find, it's fairly easy, I would say, to find literature, uh, real traces, real data points that we can nail down. Like, look, here's a an actual reference that we can that we can point to of these Asian acts, they called it juggling, was it right, was it wrong, I don't know, that's just an observation. Yeah. And uh, the next important data point, uh, not so much for language, but... Uh, <laughs> Let's just see so I get this right.
1: Well, it's just Yes. No, 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 hold on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, The next important data point is around 1850. Mm. And what's important there is that that's the beginning of uh, variety type performance. Mm -hmm. So beforehand, you had uh, these types of performances in in the circus, but in around 1850, that's when you establish uh, the variety stage, a theater stage where you can put these types of acts. So what that means is that it means that juggling can can appear in a slightly more detailed format. If you m- imagine something being performed in a big circus ring, yeah. maybe you could do something on horseback or it, it has to be bigger, but now we're in the theater. So it means that you can there appears a need for acts that are more detailed. Gotcha. Yeah. So, the word "juggling" then, so let's say from eighteen fifty up to eighteen let's say ninety five because mm-hmm. I have a good data point in eighteen ninety five okay there you have juggling and magic being very uh, inter- Closely intertwined yeah yeah it is and also we have a bunch of other words that we don't use anymore, like conjurer that's mm. not in use so much anymore right. there's another old word eskamotor there there's a couple of prestidigitatör i don't know really, <laughs> yeah. how to, but basically fast fingers is what presto is is finger uh, no sorry presto is quick and digits is is fingers mm. and that has a just as a little side note that has a interesting his- history because that's about magic but when magic was when witchcraft and sorcery was Forbidden because of the ch- church, you had to refer to magic tricks as something that wasn't magical. So that you have to refer to magic as something that is done by quick fingers. It's just a trick. So that's why magic is called conjuring and prestidig- prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that has a very specific reason why it's not called magic. Because if you would call it magic. You we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you call I'm just having quick fingers, yeah. then you're more safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, anyways, all these terms and the activities that they represent they're intertwined and there's confusion in between them, blah 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 blah. Right. But what happens around in the 1890s is that we have the first really, really famous guy to mm. juggle and to talk about juggling and to show that you can be famous for this type of object manipulation and throwing and catching alone. Mm. And there's a separation between that and in magic. Because in magic, what you're doing is hidden. Mm. The secret, there's a secret that is hidden. Mm. And juggling is the opposite. Mm. Mm. You, you, you are showing what you're doing and that is what is being impressive. That is what is being displayed. And that's why we. it's interesting to look at and his name was Paul Cinquevalli. Mm-hmm. So he didn't invent juggling. Mm-hmm. But what he did was that he brought it brought so much fame to it that it really establishes itself as a thing of its own.
1: Well, that's the thing we were talking about before. I mean, you told me that, that Cinquevalli, he wasn't just famous as a juggler. He was famous as a celebrity. I mean, as you would have... Any superstar today right. I mean, that that he goes to a restaurant and it's reported in the paper, and it's not just oh, Chingabelli's famous because he did a show last week. It was oh, is going to be in a movie or or right. Things-
0: it was a little bit like you could watch, for an example, an episode of Friends today, oh. mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, Brad. Pitt, you could put Brad Pitt in one episode, mm-hmm. and the audience will react to that not just because oh here's another actor because they. It, it becomes meaningful to them just because it is this guy, Brad Pitt specifically, that we know of. Everybody recognizes it's a cu- him. It's a cultural reference. Exactly. It's a cultural reference. And there, it was the same thing for Cinquevalli. So they would put him in theater plays, mm. at, uh, for an example, as uh, Genie of the Lamp in mm. Aladdin. Uh-huh. So when Cinquevalli would appear on the stage as the Genie of the Lamp, sure, the audience would see the genie, right. but they would also all recognize Chingyvalley. It yeah. had that second layer to it because he was a recognized celebrity, just like Brad Pitt in the episode of Friends.
1: So going back to this, just just to connect this back to what we were saying before, which is the funny part, is this idea of having, a,
0: oh, Eric's making
1: his own definition of juggling, and I don't agree with it or not or whatever, as if you would have the power to create a definition for juggling that people would just somehow, you know, have the ability to even uh, hear about it. <laughs> Whereas, because that's, that's the thing, J- uh, language is a, it's, it's the common usage between a, a group of language users so it's, uh, in the community. So if you want to have your own definition of juggling, you have to have a way to talk directly to every single person who's going to use that word. The funny thing is, Cencovelli, because yeah. he was so famous, he had that power. Right. So when he said, I want to make this distinction between, what were you saying, the skill and the... Yeah,
0: magic and, and uh, the skill. Of, the hidden, you know, yeah. magic's
1: hiding and, and I'm not hiding the yeah. skill. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just um, him alone in his basement saying, I'm going to sit on a cow and I'm going to eat a tree. Right. <laughs> he, You know, he, he actually had the ear of the world through the... Pre- I mean, through... He, he had power yeah I mean, he had fame like yeah. true fame and yeah, yeah, real yeah. in real popular culture right so that he made this statement it actually became yeah. he actually had the ability to to talk to people
0: right yeah and I, I want to specify there I don't think that was his idea necessarily right but he had that he became such a reference
1: yes yeah, yeah. It was sure. a
0: clear reference from that point onward. And everybody copied him. Exactly. Everybody wanted to be like that. And so they did what he did. And suddenly juggling was his own standalone thing. Or I shouldn't say juggling, I should say whatever Cinquevalli did. Yes. Became referred to as juggling.
1: I mean, this is why I say juggling started in eighteen ninety five, because what I'm doing today is based upon what he was doing. you know? Yeah. Like he he was the lineage of what I'm doing started there. Yeah, and and so, that's
0: what I say back to the two snakes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying that the the two snakes. That's when they start to swim very close to each other. Until they're not, now, yeah, they're th- from, from that-
1: 1895 until now. Yeah, yeah. when you say the word juggling, um, you could draw juggling as a little box, right. And the activity N plus one yeah. from back in Egypt, the yeah. trace we have of that, yeah. it's included in the box of juggling yeah. from eighteen ninety five until now. Yeah. Always. The, always. But yeah. here's the here's the, the important detail. Yeah. That box, people, is not empty of everything else. There you go. That's the hard part to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Look, just because Cincovelli puts basically keeps that word in the box yeah. with his actions, right? He makes sure that word kind of stays in that box between yeah. Then and now, yeah, there's a bunch of other words in there, yeah, such as balancing, spinning, whatever.
0: Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about that. So, that's a good reference point to say. I'm, of course, more research can always be done into this, but I think, as a general understanding of juggling, a good reference is to say that juggling. Could mean throwing and catching more objects than, uh, than hands from 1895 and onward and that's
1: another good it's no, I mean we keep saying we keep saying again and again' it's a, it's a group of language users yeah but I, I want to bring up another aspect of that we haven't said I mean you mentioned it briefly a little while ago. But we, this is, a, again, a very Eurocentric viewpoint. I mean, we don't know what was happening in Africa and Asia and other yeah, cultures. Yeah, yeah. So it's very dependent on culture. Right, right, right. These these discussions we're having now. I mean, yeah. what is the definition of juggling? Well, I mean, in a certain area right. of the world, it means this is what we mean when we say that we're juggling.
0: Yeah. And also just since you're bringing that up, jug, in terms of those activities of throwing and catching, balancing, all those things that became associated with cinquivalli, most of those activities were developed in Asia. Yeah. So juggling is very much an Asian invention. Mm. Japan, India specifically. Mm. So that's good to know uh, just as a side note. But anyways, back to cinquivalli. So now there's a couple of things in the box like you were saying. Balancing uh, spinning things. But also Chinquivales, kind of the core core to his activities was to do different things at the same time. Mm. So for an example, you would write a letter with one hand at the same time as you were balancing a billiard cue on your forehead and at the same time as you were talking to two different people in two different languages.
1: Multitasking.
0: Multitasking was very much the core of what juggling meant to him. <laughs> and what, or what he was doing. Right. So then the question becomes what about this n plus one? Okay, so Cinque did that but he was doing a bunch of other stuff. And we know that today the n plus one activity is very central to juggling. So why? When did that occur? If it wasn't with Chinkivali, because mm. it wasn't with Cinque Valli, there was it was just one of the things that he did. Yeah, among many things. And was like, he
1: doing a three ball routine?
0: He he had a couple of three ball tricks like the, what you would call uh, the fake or the yo yo. Uh huh. That trick. Yeah. He did that, for example, that's the earliest record I've, I've found of mm. that trick. He's wow. is being described in uh, Magic Magazine from, I think, 1906 or that's something That's kind of like hilarious
1: that. that he wanted to distinguish between magic <laughs> and juggling, and that was the one trick he... Right, right, right. Like the ma- little joke magic trick.
0: Well, it, and there's also an old uh, juggling description. I have it right here since we're in my library. Here you can see it. Yeah. So this is from 1906. So yeah, you can yeah. see. It. So what he what is he is doing here? He's doing hmm. uh, fountain. He's doing cascade. He's doing under the leg. Mm-hmm. He's doing shower. He's doing shoulder throw. He's doing catching under the leg. So yeah. Reverse under the leg. He's showing balancing of a stick on his face. On his face and He's balancing
1: a ball on a stick horizontally held in his
0: hand. Right. And he also shows how to correctly pick up a ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yes, he had a couple of things besides mm-hmm. the cascade. Right. But, okay, so the N plus one, when did that become central? Mm-hmm. So, if you go back to the snakes and we look at what's the data point. And the data points to me seems to be uh, the Italian juggler Enrico Rastelli. Mm -hmm. Because he focused on those things and he focused and became known for those things. Mm -hmm. So juggling of, uh, what is it? Uh, What's the record? Ten balls, eight plates and eight sticks. That was like so he wanted to break every record and that's what he focused on mm. and Valley died in uh, 1918 so he was gone uh, rastelli got famous in the 20s 1820 mm-hmm. in the 1920s yeah so he was gone Valley was gone uh, by the time that rastelli got but famous but you had a lot of
1: people copying Valley, i guess oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. All, so a lot of when rastelli came along i guess there were some people who were still keeping the Valley. Yeah, stuff alive,
0: for sure, for sure. So since Rastelli focused on this and became the the most famous juggler and recognized as the best juggler, it seems as if from that day onward the n plus one thing is central. Became became the core. Became the core. But even Rastelli did other stuff. Yeah. And was well, he talked spun... about as juggling, doing other stuff. Yeah, he
1: spun a ring on his leg, for example. Right,
0: bounced balls on his head. Yeah. Did head roll. He's the inventor of head roll, it seems. So yeah. a yeah. head roll is when you put a ball on a temple and you roll it from temple to temple across your forehead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and and then, yeah, we could keep adding data points into these two snakes, of course. Yeah. And see kind of how how they how they intersect, how they divert from each other, etc. And we could do the same thing with any other activity that seems to be in the group of activities known as juggling. We could do it with ball spinning. Mm-hmm. We could do it with, you know, whatever. Balancing a stick. Okay, what's the earliest data point of that? Okay, what was that called at that time? Where's the first time that that intersects with the word juggling that those two align? So Right. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. Um, and, right, so... And, okay, so just to kind of sum that up to move on a little bit is, is we have this idea that juggling was 4,000 years old. Well, we have one perhaps trace of one technique used when we used the word juggling that was 4,000 years old. In my mind, what we're doing today, what me and you are doing today, yeah. what most other people are doing today when they say the word juggling, they're referring to activities and cultures that started... That got clarified, let's say, around 1895. So, for my mind, I don't think the stuff I'm working on today is 4,000 years old. Right. I'm thinking a lot of the stuff I'm working on is a kind of like 130
0: years old or something. Right. Yeah. One more data point, perhaps, to add in because that's what we were—how we initially got here, which was that thing about sequences, transitions, choreographies. Yeah. So, when does that become prominent? So Cinquevalli's routines were primitive. He did a little bit, mm-hmm. but mostly one-off tricks. You know, I balance this. Something happens. Take something else. Yeah. Restelli, more or less the same thing. Very primitive routines. If you look at his like three torch, he juggles three torches at the end of the, his act, for example. And that's on YouTube. <coughs> so you can look at that, what he's doing. I'm doing back crosses uh i didn't think it does a couple of pirouettes right gotcha more or, le- more or less that you know so when does this thing of sequences and transitions that's so intuitive and natural to us now mm-hmm. it's so intuitive that i feel like i'm getting stabbed in the chest <laughs> you know when, yeah. carl, when carl says there was no there was routine. nothing <laughs> yeah. right yeah so th- you have to go about uh, 1925, 1930, somewhere around there. Because you have an American juggler, for an example, which is a really good data point in this, which is Bobby May. Mm-hmm. And he really developed this thing about three balls, variations, going through between the variations. Although the sequencing is very... Like he goes back to the Cascade. It seems we don't really know how choreographed it is, how intuitive it is in terms of the flow. Mm -hmm. So the really, really clear data point of like choreographed three-ball routine, you have to go to the 1930s with Bella Cremo. Yeah. And there it's definite from that point on. Right. It it probably existed earlier with, with let's say, Bobby May, uh, Rebla. Mm -hmm. But, but. To really pin it down, like okay, here, clearly, from this point on onwards, yeah, bella nineteen thirty three is his premiere, so let let's take that, so mm-hmm. if you want to do your how old is juggling choreography, yeah, okay, what do you got yeah. thirty three yeah, yeah, less than a hundred years old, <laughs> there you go
1: yeah and 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 so, and also just to since we're here yeah. at this point in the discussion we can we can throw out a couple other little points, I think. One would be that um, the balls, balls, rings, clubs thing it's right. coming from Rastelli
0: Well, that's the thing. That's good with Rastelli So rastelli did balls, sticks, and plates. Uh-huh. And quite soon after, that became... Because he, he dealt with those objects the same way as we deal with balls, clubs, and rings. But he didn't use rings and clubs. But soon after, mm-hmm. that's what became the standard. Right. And uh, but do you supposedly th- the first to use the rings, it was Angelo Piccinelli in mm-hmm. the 1930s. Mm-hmm. We don't know for sure. I almost got to meet Angelo and ask him himself cuz I think he's still alive actually. Wow. And I've been really really trying to get people to hold, hold up, hold
1: up. Wait a second. You 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 telling me right now? Yeah. The 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 person yeah. who first juggled juggling rings yeah. is still alive yep Okay.
0: Yeah, I was going to to he lives in Rome. Uh-huh. And there was a lecture uh lecture with him or they invited him to a juggler's meeting and I was gonna go but ended up not going wow. uh for whatever reason. And I asked them can you please ask him yeah for about the rings. Yeah, like how did that come about? Yeah, they didn't ask him. Yeah. Wow.
1: Okay. So, and but I mean, Restelli was super uh, again famous. I mean, he wasn't famous in terms of popular culture like Cinquevalle,
0: right? But, a but little it, bit, but not. But to in the terms same of, extent. no, but, but he, he was a little, he was famous. He was very famous.
1: So yeah. therefore, he was very influential. I mean, to the juggling, to juggling.
0: Yeah, so, I I think that Restelli was very famous, but he also didn't pursue it in the same way as Cinquevalle did. Cinquevalle was happy to be. In artist association and go to play, you know, celebrity pool and appear in the theater play. Whereas Rastelli, he was just like, nope, I'm performing.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean, in terms of the ball, the the ball in the ring in the club.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: yeah, maybe maybe because again, there are a lot of people copying copying Rastelli. Yeah. Right, and then there you just have this evolution, and you can say, well, if if Restelli really established, and N plus one is the core yeah. of juggling. Yeah. When we say
0: that word, what we mean. Yeah. Of the culture and the em- as well as the embryo, at least to the three standardized that's rocks, what I'm saying. balls, clubs, and rings. So what you're gonna come to is like, so when did that really crystallize into those mm. objects?
1: Right, right. So what
0: happens is that, I guess Angelo Piccinelli or I mean, that's what this picture suggests and that's what carl told us mhm but of course it would be nice to have like yeah. real words from the man or sure sure or like a better data point than that that's what we have for now so and all but, these
1: data points i mean there could, who who knows they could be people behind the scenes and right, you right. have no idea like right, maybe right.
0: yeah but then in terms of the clubs so so clubs like i said they exist all the all the way from late 1870s but they were clunky and big uh, and were not done in the way that Restelli used them Mm -hmm. he was juggling quickly and wanted to juggle as many as possible Mm. so what happened was that to make a long, very long story short was that juggling clubs was a development that happened in the United States Mm -hmm. and in Europe people were inspired by Restelli so they juggled sticks Gotcha. So then when club passing was invented in America, it becomes such a show business sensation that club passing troops gets hired to come to Europe. And when the European jugglers sees these clubs that are way more visible and way more stage-friendly, let's say, than sticks are, they started using clubs instead of sticks but they were juggling quickly like Rastelli and they didn't know how to make the clubs so that's why the European club is the smaller mm-hmm. and maybe we'll do an episode later specifically on clubs and the history of clubs sure. but just to say generally if you hear the words American club or a European club right. American club is a reference to a bigger club and a European club is a thinner lighter club Right. And that is specifically because of that history. That in Europe we were jogging sticks, we saw the clubs, so we adapted the sticks. We just expanded the body a little bit, basically around the stick yeah, to make it look like a stick and then we could have the shiny decor on. Make it look like a club. yeah, Make it look like a club. It yeah. was a better object for a stage. And that seems like the establish- establishment really to use clubs like that seems, at least from where I'm standing right now to be a russian development largely
1: it's really funny i mean this is probably a a pretty ignorant statement or whatever but if if you tell me hey juggling's four thousand years old that's so abstract to me and um just to say that uh when you tell me that the guy um the guy who made ring juggling is maybe still alive yeah somehow you know that it feels like there's a more it's more connected like like I am connected to this lineage this history it's not yeah. just frivolous it's not an entertaining fact that's just like a funny side note that has no relevance to me yeah. and to my my work i mean now we're sitting here talking about these things that's real and and um in my lifetime in an art form that i'm participating in in my lifetime these people are still alive yeah and i i find it to be I mean, all these things that we that we discuss and that you've uncovered and you've told me they've they've directly influenced my work ever since you told them to me in a very concrete way. I can point to very concrete examples in my work and say, here is where I used this idea and here is where I reflected on this idea and got this other idea. And so this idea of um, what's the point of the definition of juggling? You know, who cares? It's, it's an academic piece of trivia it's a side note it's it's frivolous it's just an intellectual thought exercise it's not for me it doesn't relate to what i'm doing for me it's it's like i just want to say it's very concrete in terms of we're talking recent history now 1895 1930 yeah i mean these are crazy numbers these people are still alive in the time of my lifetime what yeah that blows my mind i have to say Yeah, yeah it really made a big impact on what i'm doing yeah. in a concrete way and
0: also just to add another crazy data point to that yeah so we're talking 1930s for a specifically choreographed three ball routine mm-hmm. but let's take some other object and number. let's take five rings for an example well then you have to wait until the 1970s with ignital
1: yeah no exactly so that's
0: 50 years
1: <laughs> yeah 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 uh, uh, yeah exactly and um I mean, that was also the routine where he's interpreting the music, you know, the yeah. classical music, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's also a, a, yeah, a moment. Um, and so it's kind of funny to say about the definition of juggling, to say, well, what does the, the word juggling mean when we say it now? Well, what did it mean? What did it mean 100 years ago? What's it going to mean in 100 years from now? So this idea that language can change and can have different meaning, I mean, it's just so clear with, these, with this research you've done how dramatically things can evolve and, 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 and know what you're going to do. Um. Really, really quick. I think we should. I think we should wrap it up. And uh, we still haven't really talked about the fallout of all of this, which I'm mm-hmm. going to get to next. But I think we should wrap it up. I want to say two things really fast because we're here in the conversation. Um. So what was the thing you called me like? I don't know a week ago, and you were freaking out about some new idea. About in between this and in between that, there was an evolution of what came in between. You know, circus kind of whittled down, um, used to have a generalist performer, right? And they would do everything. And then comes along circus and say, nope, you're just going to be the juggler and yep. you're going to do the acrobatics. But at some point between you just being the juggler, maybe on horseback or something, and then there was another point you had later on, there was an evolution in between there. Do you remember what I'm talking about? It was like really important. <laughs> you don't know what I'm saying? We were talking maybe Charlie Holland could check that out. Some sort of uh, evolution between what 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 was the juggling? What was literally the juggling like between, say, the juggler in you know Philip Astley's circus, and then what came later on? Maybe fifty years later, like how did right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It is that. So 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 the circus uh, data point is important because it's a clear moment in time where the context of performing allows specification of acts. Mm -hmm. So before Astley Circus, so 1768, we have the context for performing juggling is street, street and Mm -hmm. fair. Mm -hmm. And it serves you better to be a general performer there there's no there's no division there where there's going to be you know a wire walker after you there's no there's no succession in in the in the acts it's just you you're performing there so the 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 thing that's new about when circus comes around all the all the activities in the circus they already existed wire walking is old horse tricks you know that's old juggling is older all those things existed But what what was specific about Astley was that he created there a context that divided the act. So he would go, you know, you're the the wire walker, you go first. Then comes the juggler and then comes the horse rider, let's Mm -hmm. say. So we don't know exactly how juggling developed in that context. But it would be super interesting to, to collect data there mm-hmm. to see, you know, like, what are the traces of juggling, you know, from 1768 and onward. Yeah. Because the, it is that data point, And then the next data point is when the Asians start coming to Europe in the beginning of the 1800s. And then they bring so much, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. Yeah so
1: yeah it's so hard to imagine again when we say we're juggling I, you just it's so ingrained in me I mean yeah 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 you know I, I, you know, I learned it, yeah
0: but I mean we're literally think, like the data points that I know of is literally you know like someone spinning a plate on horseback yeah. or someone you know juggling knives on horseback it's just so hard to like imagine
1: that. what would what right, the right, actual right. techniques would have been exactly yeah. but
0: yeah that would be an incredible work if someone really specified uh Specifically, researched took all the traces that we have from that period, 1768 to 1830, let's say. Yeah, and just collected all the pictures, the drawings, of course, and descriptions that there is of any type of throwing and catching of objects or manipulating m- manipulation of objects inside the context of circus. Well, what yeah. is that? That would be amazing to see because, yeah, yeah. I, I have. Very little, ten data points. Yeah, yeah. Max, you know. Yeah.
1: Exists. Well, maybe as a final thought, I want to I want to tell you about this and see what you think. Um, because again, uh, definition of juggling it brings up so many different uh, facets of, of the culture and the community, and there's so many different ways to look at it. Now we've been talking about oh, is juggling four thousand years old or is it you know 125 years old or whatever? There's a big difference there. Well, the other thing of juggling that, um, which you just you just brought up the, the, this whole time, is, is it's so wrapped up with performing. right? Like juggling, you know, and, and people really... That's another way to define juggling, <laughs> is that people say, people have said, you know, recently, like last year, people say, well, juggling is performing. That there's some sort of like intrinsic uh, connection between juggling and performing. And definitely historically, sure, But, I mean, quite literally, um, you have this N plus 1. It's throwing and catching uh, objects. That has nothing to do with performing. You can perform that activity, but performance is another layer on top of that activity, right? But, so, you know me quite well, and I like to say, or I consider myself to be an artist um, in part of my life, and I consider juggling to be an art form, and part of my life as well, um, I consider juggling to be lots of different things. But I also think it can be—it's an art form, and I use it as an art form. i, say, I tell myself. <laughs> and uh, if I look about, if I look at kind of a timeline as, of juggling as an art form, or juggling as an expressive art, and and again in this this idea about oh, juggling's four thousand years old, and, and what is juggling, and all the you know definition of juggling. Um, I look at it like this. You got, you got Rostelli who's, who are, who's doing a bunch of specific activities. And then you have Francis Brunn who comes along uh, and who at, at first literally copies Rostelli, right? Like in, yeah. even down to the costume wearing like the sports uh, yeah. outfit and whatever. But at some point, Francis Brunn, he says, no, but juggling is an juggling's an art form. And so he starts doing a new style of performance where he's doing flamenco-based style dancing, incorporating it into his juggling choreography, into his routine. And he's, he changes his costume, he changes his music, he changes his style. And it's a very dramatic uh, uh, way he presents the juggling technique. But the juggling technique itself, it's the same juggling that he was doing before. Right. He's just wearing different clothes and has yeah. a different sort of movement quality. Yeah. So the juggling technique, I would say, is being dressed up in a, as a in a framework that's under this label of art of an artistic art form, and for sure for Francis Brunn to make that that leap, that development, um, all respected to him, and it it was amazing and it was great, but I wouldn't necessarily say that juggling itself, in terms of the technique became an expressive art form there as much as the layer of performance became an expressive, like it elevated juggling to a different, or elevated, I don't know, there's another uh, bad uh, (laughs) self-esteem positioning, but it it changed juggling into a different sort of way to view it, into a different aesthetic. But then you have, um, and this is is where I don't know any better, so I'm just going to go with this until I learn something differently. But then the next person you have to come along to say, not only is juggling an art form, but then to make the juggling itself, the technique itself, the expressive part of the performance, not the costuming, not the music, not the attitude, but the actual technique, not doing the brun finish, but with, you know, all red clothes with really loud, you know, guitar music, whatever. is The next person to come along and make the juggling expressive is Michael Motion. And therefore, I say that what I'm doing in my life with juggling mainly, mostly professionally, at least, um, is juggling as an art form that was invented by Michael Motion. Michael Motion made that genre for me, I think, as as far as I know. And then if you want to look at the timeline of that, well, that's 1980. You could push it to 79 if you had to. But we're talking that's 40 years old. Right. So you go from 4,000-year-old art form to a 40-year-old art form. And I always used to think intuitively, this is years ago when I was in my 20s. Yeah. And I remember going to Svindborg uh, EJC and Tom Kidwell and Iman was there from Renegade Juggling and Tom uh, had this triangle triangle ring, right? right. How else do you talk about it? It's a triangle ring. It's a triangle. It's not a circle, but it it takes the place of a juggling ring. Hmm. And Iman had made this shape for fun because they were bored. (laughs) And I remember they had these triangles and Tom came up to me and said, oh, Jay, you like to juggle weird. And uh, you'd like to have this triangle and throw it around. And I remember having those triangles. And at that festival, everybody thought they were stupid. They were weird. They were wacky. It was crazy. The dude had taken the 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 pair of them had taken a circle and made it into a triangle. <laughs> and that was like a controversial thing back at the time. Yeah. And I remember intuitively thinking like, man, this sucks. Like, this is pretty weak. Like, I'm in an art form that's 4,000 years old and it's a revolution that's not even embraced that they're turning a circle into a triangle. Like, this is the most basic thing you could do. I mean, and with all due respect, I hadn't done it. I'm not clever enough to have overcome my my stereotypes and my my prejudices at that point, you know, my mind wasn't that open. I was still like, oh, it's a triangle. That's yeah. crazy. And so I remember thinking, I do literally remember thinking, man, Juggling's 4,000 years old. I've also read the books from Carl Heinz. It says 4,000 years old. There's the Egyptian paintings. Here we are 4,000 years later. People are freaking out about a triangle. I remember thinking how, I really remember thinking, how pathetic is that? That's so sad. But then when we start to have these discussions with you, six, seven years ago and these things start to evolve and then I have this realization, well, juggling as an expressive art form with the technique itself, with the props being the technique doing the expressing and not just the layer of performance on top of the technique. That's uh, with micro-motion, that starts with micro-motion and that's uh, 1980 basically, so 40 years ago. Hey, that's not so bad. So, you know, 30 years after an art form is invented, you get to a triangle. That's kind of cool. And then I got like super inspired again and I was really hyped and I still am really hyped. I'm like, we're at the birth of a new art form and that we're doing different sizes of rings. You know, Babash came out with this small sized ring, the, the, the baby ring or whatever you want to say. And the, in the, in the big, in the large ring. And then now there's these three different sizes of commercially available rings from Babash.
0: And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I go,
1: I go, wow, that is suddenly relevant yeah, I mean, you have a different size. It's not even taking a circle to a triangle. It's making the circle a different size. Right. Like this is suddenly
0: like relevant.
1: Yeah. Why not? It's forty years old. Let's go for it. Let's. We got to do it. Yeah, we that, have that's to. That's the yeah. work to be done.
0: Yeah, I had a I had a similar awakening because I um I was reading about Duchamp Marcel Duchamp, and uh, he he made this conscious um leap from what he called retinal art to art for the mind. So retinal art art for the eye. And then he wa- so he 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 wanted to leave visual arts behind and then go into creating the, arts that you made you think.
1: Well the other way to say it is he wanted he wanted to leave the art object that the art was inside the object. Right. He would take the art out of the object was a representation of an idea.
0: Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. It was the concept that the object communicated that was important, uh, not not the visual aspect of it. Mm. So I was thinking about that and then I was thinking about, I was putting, I was mapping that onto juggling and then I was thinking like, oh, what about juggling? Are we uh, we visual art? Could we step into conceptual art with juggling? And how can I imagine juggling in that space? But what struck me then was that Juggling as an art form, we still have not left. We're not even in retinal art. We're not even in visual art. Yeah. We're still stuck with a foot in—I don't know what to call it—skill art.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're trying to make uh, photorealistic paintings, right? Or whatever. Yeah,
0: something like we're that. We're still stuck on
1: skill. On the skill of it, which, which was
0: not even a thing for for, for Duchamp. Like that—that that was already left behind you know yeah and and juggling as a community and i'm not saying like there's nothing wrong with skill there's nothing wrong with creating visual juggling or or technical juggling but conceptually in terms of the conversation that we're having about juggling as an art form i think it's about time that we're managed that we're going to manage to have these conversations and like you were saying you 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 saw the oh it took forty years to make a triangle out of a ring mm-hmm. well, the same thing I could say about like it shouldn't be so hard to map other artistic developments onto the development of of juggling now when we realize how young it is, it isn't four thousand years mm-hmm. it's forty years, it's eighty years, it's whatever years you know yeah and what happens then what can we imagine juggling in those ways i think then we can really have an interesting development yeah.
1: amen hey amen see you next time see ya thanks Peace.